It's just about the two of you doing something that you enjoy on a consistent, kind of making a plan that we're going to spend, really this is a, a good amount of time together that's, that's focused, that's focused on us. We're going to spend time just kind of reconnecting here. This is the Connecting Couples Podcast with The Real Emhoffs. Hi, I'm Chad Emhoff. And I'm Angela Emhoff. And this is episode three of our marriage maintenance series, where we're discussing the intentional, proactive things that you can do, the conversations you can have to shore up your relationship, to make sure that it's healthy and secure for the longevity of, of your relationship, of your marriage. And that means that we've talked about in the few episodes we've already done possibly having some hard conversations, assessing the weaknesses or insecurities in your relationship, and coming together to talk about what you can plan or safeguard for those opportunities or for those events to go better. This episode, we're going to kind of talk about the quarterly and monthly maintenance. In the last one, we talked about the yearly things, yearly vacation, holidays, birthdays, anniversaries. And now we're going to continue to kind of refine the time frame closer or tighter um, to the things we do a little bit more frequently. So I'm thinking if we're using our car metaphor, this is like an oil change. Right, it, does, it happens more than yearly, but it doesn't happen daily or weekly. That's good. I like it. You're like, you're proud of yourself. Good job. I am. Like, that's a good this. metaphor. Hey, oil change. Good job. <laughs> I mean it. That's good. If it wasn't for yeah. the sticker on the inside of my car, I would forget We'd the oil know. change. Nobody would ever know. That's why I they wonder have the if we need stickers, though, for our marriage. Like, little sticker on the fridge that says, make sure you do this every... <laughs> like the pet meds. Yes, right? I do. <laughs> like a little heart. Every heart month guard, I have to give guard. my kid flea medicine. Uh, not a my kid. kid. Oh my gosh. Every, we don't give our kid flea medicine. <laughs> every oh. month I have to give my pets flea medicine and I have to put the oh little note on the calendar or I well, forget. They one. It's nice. They give you a little sticker book. Yes, or they do. And everybody loves it. Maybe sticker we, book. Should we should make we stickers, should stickers for marriages so that you know, I know every quarter or every month this yeah. is something that we need to do that is proactive, that's beneficial. Um, I thought about even like the difference between running a marathon versus running a 5k. Yeah. Chad and I occasionally like to, uh, front, like we're runners that we, we like to, to run races. Run. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I ran a half marathon once and the amount of training Jog. that went into that. Okay. I jogged a half marathon once either way. I get it. No, the I'm amount of training that went in was really intense. I mean, yeah. for four months prior to that half marathon, I had a pretty arduous schedule of how many miles I needed to get a week of all that stuff. Um, and then now this year, actually, Chad and I are, are working towards a 5K. After the year 2020, we kind of let some things drop for me. Exercise was one of them. So picking them back up, this is me kind of recommitting. And it's not as aggressive I am consistently running. It is keeping me on task, but it's not the same as a marathon. And so we're talking yeah. about the idea of, of date nights, little things that are good. We don't do date nights yearly, although some people might. <laughs> uh, and we also don't have the bandwidth to do weekly date nights. Back before we had a kid, we might. We're kind of saying big night, though. Like, yeah. Like, like we go on get a sitter. many dates on the, we can talk about in the yeah. weekly, but but I'm like, get a sitter, have a have a full night where it's just the two of you. Dinner and out. a movie, yeah. or I guess people Whatever don't do that anymore, but still. Yeah. yeah. I like it. I like the idea of what you're saying. Like, you know, at least once, once a... Once a quarter, you probably want to have like a, an intentional, hey, we're going to spend uh, a real full day or full evening kind of like really focused on each other. We're going to take the time to, you know, plan something, put it together and, and go do something together. Again, I, 
when I say that in my head, I'm like, oh, we're going to go to some fancy restaurant and go to a, a dancing on a, at a, some ball. I don't even know if that exists in Fayetteville. Maybe there is one. I just they probably don't <laughs> invite me. But but I'm saying like, I don't mean that. I really mean just the two of you. It might be, you know, going for a walk on the trail and hanging out for a little bit and maybe having, I don't know, food that's bad for you from a food truck or something. Or maybe food trucks. Listen, there are really food good food trucks but, in our town. But I'm saying it's just about the two of you doing something that you enjoy on a consistent, kind of making a plan that we're going to spend. Really, this is a, a good amount of time together that's that's focused, that's focused on us. We're going to spend time just kind of reconnecting here. Both Chad and I have been leaders in most of the places where we work, at the companies we work for, and we go to board meetings or have to bring forward quarterly reports and assess how our business is doing every three months, Q1, Q2, Q3. It's it's not unlike that idea, what we're asking you to do. I used to kind of joke that if I ran my relationship like I ran my business, I would have much more success in my relationship because of the amount of assessment that goes into. I even think about school. I mean, one of the things that I loved about being in school, I was one of those people who always loved school, yeah. is because you go by semesters and you get like a grade at the end of the semester to kind of show your how you've been doing. I almost... Uh, we're almost asking you to kind of assess how have the last three months gone and how can the next three months go better or the same if it's been going well. I think what happens in relationship is we get possibly these little wounds or little hurts or little resentments, little things that build up. And week to week, day to day, things are too busy for me to sit down and say, you know what, Chad, I'm hurting. Or you know what, Chad, I'm frustrated at how something is going. And we never really have the time to do what we taught in our anatomy of a, of a repair, where we sit down and, and ask for forgiveness and discuss the pain. I mean, that takes time to sit down and do, and that's what we're kind of asking, is to be intentional about assessing on a regular basis how your relationship is going and where weakness is starting to show up or where insecurity is starting to show up or where um, negative interactions are starting to kind of rub that make you not as connected as you could be if we spent a little bit of time discussing that. That's great. And I, and I think it is important. You know, it's funny because all of these things were really saying two things. And I don't know that we broke it down this way when we were talking about it. But I, I really think that there's there's this aspect of like, how can we add the good? How can we add like the good the evening, the things date. we might be missing. Yeah. And then, and then it's also kind of, how do we address the things that might be areas that, that need attention, right? Yeah. So the problem areas, so to speak. And so I think that's what we're saying. in really all of these, like, how do we assess, like, are we lacking something? Is there, is there, you know, a way that we should include the date night? We should include the, 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 the intentional time together, or is there, is there another area that like, Hey, we, we've been discussing this budget or whatever the thing is, and we need to look at it. We need to look at how, how are we doing with our budget? How are we doing with our time? It was something when we were talking about the content for this specific episode, Chad made sure to say, Hey, talk about money because it will, it, it is not a surprise to us. We'll be working with couples and the topic of money will come up as kind of a tense topic for a lot of couples that they'll go months almost to the end of the year or the next tax year or longer than that and and all all of a sudden say I'm in a, we're in a hard financial position you need to stop spending altogether or however that goes you know however that whoever's running the money and yeah. and that they both don't have the same concept of, of what's going on now maybe you guys have had the conversation where one person handles the money and the other person just trusts that and there's already a good dialogue there and so that just needs to look like a check-in. Money's still good. Money's good. Good. Let's move forward. 
but maybe a little bit more like Chad and I, we are both on all of our accounts. We both kind of see how the money is doing. We have regular conversations around, you know, if we need to be tighter or if we have an opportunity to, to spend a little more. Those are conversations we engage on a regular basis because neither one of us wants to be surprised or frustrated. And so that's something that we're asking you to consider this is the, the quarterly and monthly, and I want to talk just briefly monthly. There was something that Chad mentioned. On the way outside our kitchen door on the wall is these two calendars. One is this month, one is next month. Yep. And we, on a regular basis, glance up at that calendar and know what are some of the things that are coming this month, and then what can we anticipate next month. We actually have a wedding to go to coming up, and it's on the calendar now. And when I saw it, I realized, oh, I need to book our hotel for going out of town for this wedding, that if I didn't see that, I possibly would have forgotten altogether. Yeah. And so part of this is, you know, just like we said in the yearly, sitting down with a yearly calendar, but almost like we're saying every month, can you kind of, maybe at the beginning of the month or at the end of the previous month, go, hey, what's coming this month? that we're doing together that's outside of the, you go to work Monday through Friday, I do this and that, this is when Avery has yeah. a school event, this is when da 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 da. Is there something this month that is, that is a monthly event, that is not a, a consistent occurrence that needs to happen or that we need to connect on? And that's kind of what we're asking you to have the conversation about. Very similar to the yearly conversation, it is, man, every month, this happens or I need help around this area or this is an event happening this month that's not normal and we need to kind of basically make a plan for it to go as smoothly as possible. So let's break it down a little bit in pursuing withdrawal roles. Uh, I think, you know, oftentimes uh, a withdrawal will kind of just want to let it ride. And, and, and that's not to say that a withdrawer isn't thinking about it or doesn't have plans or doesn't make plans, but I think having a calendar somewhere that you put all of your plans is pretty good uh, for a withdrawer so that they can kind of get this stuff in their head out. I think sometimes that's a safer way to put it on your quarterly kind of or yearly even planner, like to say, hey, I'm going to put it out there so you can see it and, and know that that thing's coming. And then I think also, you know, if you're a pursuer, sometimes there's this like tendency to want to kind of overmanage that, to over, over plan, to push for more and more and more, do more. And, and I think that's a good thing to also kind of say, hey, how are we doing? You know, a little bit I want to push on personality type, too. So, like, sometimes there are people, and I think, Angela, you and I are probably people that go and do a little bit more, but that might not be true in your relationship. There may be one of you that goes a little bit more than the other, and so you might ask, you know, if if you're the pursuer and if you're the one that also pushes sometimes, uh, you might ask, say, hey, do you need some time? Do you need some space? You know, what does it look like for us to build in the rest that we need versus kind of always having another thing come up? Does that make sense? It does. And I love that you're actually making this point because it's such an important point to make. I was talking to a couple two weeks ago, actually, and the male is the withdrawer, but he's an extrovert and his wife is a pursuer, but she's an introvert. So while she is usually the one who makes the plans, more of her plans are not with other people. And yeah. so he sometimes has to go, hey, I want us to have plans with people. On the on the flip side of that, uh, I have another couple that I work with that's a more traditional, she's the pursuer and the extrovert, he's the withdrawer and the introvert. And they often get into distress around, she has to be the one that makes the plan. And if she doesn't make the plan, she's worried that it's not going to happen. And so they've had a conversation where she's like, hey, I want you to make a plan. 
that it'll get to be like the beginning of the month, the second week, the third week. It's only the last week left. And now she wants to say, hey, I thought you were going to, now it's a negative cycle. So that's the hard part is just like we were talking about in the previous episode, the idea of leveraging strengths. It is a strength that pursuers tend to want to lay out the plan. I put that calendar up on the wall, not really only for me to know, but because I want it to be in a place where Chad can see, almost like to prevent me from being a nagging person. I don't want to be that. I want to try to include him in what the plan is. And so there'll be times when I'm like, look at that calendar. Remember, we have this thing so that neither one of us are surprised when it's the day week of or the day of and it's happening. We've discussed it happening before the day arrives. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, I I think that's um, a good thing for everybody, you know, whether you're a pursuer or withdrawer or whoever, whoever you are, right. There is this tendency. If, if, if I've had this in my mind and haven't put it somewhere and shared it with you, then it kind of catches you off guard. Right. Like, and I think, and I would say probably pretty equally pursuers and withdrawers do that. Like, it's like, Oh, I've had this thing and I mentioned it three weeks ago. And don't you remember that that's the thing that I've been thinking about for three weeks. And it's like, no, I don't remember that. And so I'm just saying, if we can, if we can cut off some of those fights at the pass, so to speak, we can say, Hey, it's on the calendar. We have a a rhythm around making and kind of having it posted somewhere man, I'll tell you what, it really helps. You know, I, I've got lots of examples where it's like having something written down and in front of you on a consistent basis really helps you, helps you change a habit or a pattern. You know, I talk about it with smoking and other things. People, I say, Hey, write this down, put it somewhere, see it every day. Right. I'm like, when I'm doing work with people, I'm like, the more you see what your intent is or what your plan is, the more you are to like, likely to integrate it, to really yeah. do something with it. So I love the idea of, of the calendar. I love that we we probably have three or four calendars in our house and in our um, relationship. So it's like we are constantly managing and maintaining calendars. It is a little bit of work, though. I mean, that is the, that, that would be my pushback on this is like, huh, it's hard to maintain it. But if you don't, then it gets you caught. Yeah. Well, and it never fails, no matter how proactive we are, that there's going to be an event where we have something and then – Either Chad or myself will say, oh, my gosh, I totally forgot that I also have a board meeting or a Zoom call or some other event that in my mind, I do this with appointments all the time where they give you the little appointment card and then I get it gets lost in my purse until inevitably the morning of. And then I'm like, oh, I found this and have eight other things today. So we're not saying that even if you do this, it's never going to they're never going to yeah. be bumps, but the more conversations you have where you're aligned on what's coming, the better. And then being able to have the opportunity or the the conversation that says, man, we tried, we missed it. Guess what you get to do for the next month? Yeah. Guess what you get to do for the next quarter? You get to have an intentional conversation about how it could have gone more smoothly. That's what the hope is. So we're going to queue up our connect point. And what we want to do is really make it around a date night whether it's a, a monthly date night or maybe it's maybe it's every six weeks for you, whatever is a consistent thing. First of all, Chad and I are definitely for date nights. We think dating is probably how the two of you got together in the first place. So it probably seems like a pretty healthy thing to yeah. come back to. We get caught up with all of the things that marriage brings that sometimes we're not, we don't get told in premarital, like this is going to get, you're going to get bogged down with a lot of logistics in your marriage. Make sure that you remember to go back to these things. And so wanting to have a date night where you guys can connect. One of the challenges that Chad and I have 
is that we do get busy. And so by the time date night comes, it's hard for me to, you know, put all the stuff in my brain aside and not even on the date be thinking about what tomorrow's going to bring. Did I get it all done today? Yeah. And even for Chad, you know, if we go on a date night where he has work going on or he is a supervisor to therapist and has to be available to them, being able to have the conversation, it's like, look, this is what I need for our date to go smoothly. And this is what you need for our date to go smoothly. And having that conversation ahead of time. So things that we've talked about are, you know, making sure the date night is is phone free and smart watch free and where there's not technology getting in the way of our connection or making sure that we have a sitter that's lined up that's trustworthy ahead of time and that we've planned the time frame and that there are times when I'll even say, hey, Chad, can you help me get caught up on these things at the house I'm behind on so when I go we can have a good time? And that's what we're really asking you to do for this connect point is to say, what might you need in order to really be able to relax and enjoy the time you have on a date night? Or what might your partner need in preparation for or on the night of? I, I joked and said, well, you know, if we connect at the end of this date night, it'll really go well. And I'm, I'm saying that might be something you talk about too. Maybe that date night is when you get to have a little extra time physically that you don't normally get to have in the middle of a busy week. And yeah. so if that's something you're anticipating or hoping for, sometimes you have to plan ahead for that physical connection too. Either way, the conversation is, hey, we want to... Either continue with date nights if you're successful at them already, great, or bring those back and have that conversation around what will help them go the most smoothly for you. And can you, just like in the last episode, bring that need and that longing to your partner in not a critical way or a blamey way or it's all your fault, date nights don't go, what not, that's not the goal. But the goal is, hey, I really miss connecting with you on date nights. During the whole year of 2020, I feel like that is not a false statement for me. And I want to incorporate date nights again. Can you help me? Can we have a strategy together of what will make us really be able to enjoy each other when we go on a date night? That's what the conversation looks like. That's great. So we want you to sit down and have those conversations. Take the time to do it. Do the connect points. They're really, uh, all, all the podcast is designed to lead up to that and, and get you in a conversation that the two of you can have. Because we do know your your connection, your relationship is different than ours. But we do want to give the opportunity for you to have some of the conversations that maybe you wouldn't if you didn't have somebody queuing it up. So go do that. If you've enjoyed this so far, uh, if you're enjoying the podcast, really the best thing you can do for us is, is like us on Facebook or give us a little thumbs up on YouTube uh, or share it with your friends, that sort of thing. Rate us on Google. Man, that really helps us out. It helps other couples out to kind of get this content in their hands. So thank you so much for checking this out. Thank you for uh, looking at this quarterly or monthly review with us and we'll see you in the next one.